most common mistakes in marketing, visit ZimmerCommunications.com, your marketing resource in Southwest Missouri. It's what the hell? What? I understood that reference. The latest happenings on Capitol Hill with Elijah Harshow contributor Joel Cannon on KWTO. Speaker of the House Mike Johnson has discussed creating a new debt commission. What is a debt commission? Well, it won't be the first time they've had one. And joining us on the show, Joel, you were a you were staffing the last debt commission that Washington did. So tell us what is a debt commission? How's it function? Well, they all function in different ways. Um, but yes, we have not had one in a decade. And the way that the last one worked, um, Obama essentially created it. It had we had three Republican senators, three Democrat senators, three Republican House members, three Democrat House members, and then four administration appointees from the private sector. One was from the AFL-CIO, one was the CEO of Honeywell, and then a couple other uh, random people. I can't remember who they were. So it's set up in that there are principal people on the commission. They're appointed to the commission. They find their own staff. So the elected officials typically use their legislative staff from Capitol Hill, and they and they start having meetings. And there are you know, whatever the law that creates it, whatever, or the rule that creates the commission will outline how often they have to meet publicly, when they have to produce a final report, and what that report needs to include. And then there's this concept of a fast tracking. If they, if they produce a report, can that bill or that idea or that report be quote, fast tracked through Congress to pass it? Um, but that's sort of only the public side of it. And what, what happens behind the scenes is Republican and Democrat staffers who never talk are now forced to start meeting behind the scenes. Typically, the House and Senate Budget Committee staff are involved because very few people on Capitol Hill actually know the real numbers. Um, and they start meeting essentially with negotiate and negotiating daily, weekly for months um, on all the different areas of government spending and revenue. And the goal is, you know, whatever's outlined in the legislation that creates the commission, but the goal is come up with a plan that would produce, you know, would balance the budget in 30 years or come up with a plan that would cut government spending by $4 trillion over the next decade. It is a long, arduous process, and it only works if you have staff for the members of the commission that are actually willing to sit in a room and debate ideas. Okay, so Obama set it up, but there was nothing passed at the time, right? Like Johnson's talking about passing something that would create a debt commission, and there's competing plans in the House Senate. Obama, did he just do it on his own? Did he just sort of executive decision He that? did because Congress was, it was the same thing. Congress was set was threatening to pass a bill to create the commission, and Obama decided to essentially take credit for it. So he did an administrative executive order creating the commission. And I think it was essentially so the White House could control the process. So they put oh, Office of Management and Budget in charge. They dispatched several like Treasury and Finance employees to it. Oh, they named the co-chairman. It was... Former Senator Alan Simpson, he was a Republican, and 
former Democratic White House Chief of Staff Erskine Bowles. So the White House decided to set it up via executive order so that essentially they could be in charge of how it got set up. So I guess here's my question. I think every blue ribbon commission panel, you know, we had the quote from Mike Leach on the show about the, the creating the casual playoff. And he's like, we in America, we love commissions and committees. And, oh, let's create a committee. Did they ever get anything done? Yeah. I mean, the last one, you guys got closed and then it all fell apart. They have gotten stuff done? Uh, No, it's a valid concern. Um, A lot of times commission, you can argue on either side. Commissions can be used to ignore responsibility and act. so instead of a commission which the commission in and of itself does not cut spending okay they produce a report with ideas for how to cut spending but they can't do it themselves really what would work better is if congress just passed a bill to cut spending but since they won't do that you know it's like okay well let's see if we can get republicans and democrats to agree to an idea or a framework uh, but it's like, challenging. It's like that scene from a scary movie where he's like, I have a dream. What's your dream? I have a dream to have a dream. The yes. commission's like, let's, let's, we're going to cut spending, but we can't actually cut it. We just make recommendations. Yes, 100%. That's exactly right. Now, the legislation, like I said, there's, you can write it in such a way that if a package were to be approved by, the majority members of the commission, it would be automatically sent to the House floor for a vote. You can write the legislation that way. So should the commission produce something, it would have a fast track to the House floor for a vote or the Senate floor for a vote. Now, Congress can just get, they always work around their own rules, okay? They're never going to box themselves in because the truth of the matter is if you're going to have Democrats and Republicans in the same room and they're going to have a conversation about how to cut spending, it's going to include raising revenue because, and this is why everybody needs to pay attention. And this is why the debt commission of any sort matters to us. Yeah, we care about cut, cutting spending, but we care a whole lot about taxes and not Texas taxes and Democrats will not vote for anything that reforms social security, reforms Medicare and Medicaid reduces discretionary spending, they will not vote for that unless it is coupled with an increase in revenue. And this is why people on the far right oppose these kinds of commissions. And I assume the far left. The far left doesn't like the spending cuts. The far right doesn't like the revenue. And that so it's a challenging situation because like when I worked on the last one, I was the most conservative member. I worked for the most conservative member on the commission. I personally was probably the most conservative staffer, certainly, you know, fiscally and socially. Um, and I was essentially the only female staffer. Now, the White House had a couple of females, but it was a very challenging situation because, you know, you're a conservative, you're a fiscal hawk. But you are trying desperately to get to a solution that Dick Durbin and Tom Coburn can agree to. And, and the conservatives, I would go to How the close lunch. Did you get? Oh, oh, we produced a report. Um, it was actually, it passed. It was voted out of the commission. The commission approved it. And then, oh, How cl- like, but did, was it 
it unanimous? Was it no a bare majority? It, bare majority. Okay. We, it was like a plus one. We lost <laughs> House Republicans, which I mean, that's the thing. It it raised revenue in the sense that it let the Bush tax cuts expire. It was based on you liberals. I know. So it was based on that, but but it also, you know, uh, means tested Social Security, scaled back Medicare and Medicaid, cut departments, cut funding to the UN, like monumental, transformative spending changes would have totally righted the ship on the on the fiscal front. Um, but I, I am not kidding. I went to the lunchroom one day and I heard someone yell traitor at me. I mean, I might as well have been in high school. And and I know who that person worked for at the time. And, you know, there were a lot of conservatives that were dead set against the commission. Well, it's interesting because I remember there's a guy out of uh, Wisconsin a long time ago, Mark Newman, who's a congressman. Debt, debt and deficit was his big thing. And I remember when he was running for office and he said, you know, we should we should cut uh, or we should in, when we cut spending, it should go to the debt and not to tax cuts. And a lot of Republicans got angry. And of course, the, the constant refrain was, well, tax cuts would spur the economy. And he's like, listen, at some point, the dollars have to go to the debt. We have like, yeah, the Democrats want to spend. The Republicans want to cut taxes. Nobody's willing to put the dollars towards the debt. And I think he even came up with a plan where it was like, you know, for every dollar saved, we're going to do a third goes here, a third goes here, and a third goes here. And he still couldn't get the support there. And I think this is the problem on the debt and deficit is both sides want to get rid of the money in some way. The Democrats want to spend it. The Republicans want to give it back to America. But those that red that 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 red number just keeps growing because nobody put the dollars to the red number. And I get it. There's no value in the short term to you. If you're a rep, you don't get a lobbyist who loves you because you put it paid down the debt. And if you're, you don't get any taxpayers that are super happy because you paid down the debt. So I get the, the, the rub there. Yeah. I mean, you do not make, it's like being on the ethics committee. You don't, you just don't make friends on the commission. But it, when, when I did this, you really felt like you had, you, it's like you were away at war. You know, we were, the world was against us. We had this. It's us against the world. We're trying to solve this huge problem. Nobody really sees the impending doom. Nobody's willing to say, I will give up a little bit of what I want and um, what, you know, what I don't want in order to get some things I want. And it wasn't a perfect plan, but had it passed, had, had someone in, you know, after the commission put out their report and no one did anything with it, there was a gang of six that arose bipartisan members in the, Senate. I also worked on that. I actually made it in um, Fox News and on Fox TV, um, wa- walking to the meeting, carrying um, breakfast because I was. We were just meeting around the clock. But um, so they met. They had. They produced some version of it, and then Obama said thanks, but no thanks. However, at the end of all that, Obama and Boehner ended up agreeing on a plan that sequestered some of the discretionary spending. So. Had, but had we passed that original plan, um, you know, we'd be in a different place today. All right. We're going to be right back. We're going to talk about question of the day. Don't forget 505 Barry Lindoff coming up. And then at 537, we're going to draft our favorite Christmas movies. I saw the sun begin to dim and felt that winter wind blow cold. And who's there for him when the glitter fades and the 